connecting life and faith. This is Connections. I learned more about myself and about my faith in that four days than I ever could have imagined. So um, in that hill, I met Aaron Hobson, uh, Alex's dad. He came from Ohio to do this program down in Alabama. And I came, I was the only one from Canada, obviously. <laughs> um, not a whole lot of people are going down to Alabama to do something in a church or whatever. But uh, yeah, we met and we were in like day two of our program when uh, the pastor came into like where we were doing some ground fighting like jujitsu and uh, he just told us to stop and sat down and told us what was going on with Aaron's family because his wife called and like this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't serious. And it was in fact serious. Aaron's son Alex had to be life lighted to hospital due to kidney disease and it was later found out that he would need a transplant. Now that hit today's guest very hard as he went through a similar experience with his brother. He is now doing something for this family and we'll hear all about it today on Connections. Uh, joining us today is RCMP officer Ben Harder. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. You're an off, uh, RCMP officer in northern Manitoba and it's because of this you met someone special. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. But before that, would you mind telling us a little bit about how you got interested in that line of work? Um, I, I've always wanted to be a police officer. And I used to live in Winnipeg and I worked in uh, Manitoba Corrections. Uh, I kind of used that as a stepping stone to get to the whole policing business where I'm at now. Um, yeah, I don't know, just ever since I was little. I've just always liked the idea of being a police officer and helping people who can't help themselves. What is it about being an RCMP officer? You just mentioned a little bit there that you really enjoy. It's challenging for sure. I I like being challenged with uh, something new every day. And I mean, out, out here, I never have the same day twice, like not even a little bit. So uh, it's really good in that sense. And just again, being able to go out and focus on others and helping people that can't help themselves like literally um that that that's something that brings me like fulfillment right like it it's good for me to use my gifts and talents that god gave me to help somebody else that's in need so that's kind of that's that's the biggest thing for me and that is huge for you you enjoy helping others your faith is yeah. a huge part of your life uh before we get around to this person that you met at a training session yeah. Tell us a little bit uh, about your brother and the whole situation with your brother. Uh, yeah, so my brother was diagnosed with a kidney disease called IG nephropathy, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but he was diagnosed with that almost 15 years ago now. And uh, he got sick slowly over time and uh, his kidney function dropped a uh, little bit by little bit every year and thankfully uh two years ago in the summer of 2021 um, the doctors finally allowed us to do the kidney transplant which i had done testing for two years prior to that and um, that was a very long process in itself especially with the whole covid thing and how uh clogged everything was during that um it took a lot longer than it should have but uh again like, thank God that uh, they were able to make it happen at the time that they did, because my brother was just at the point of needing 
either kidney dialysis or a kidney transplant. And um, yeah, that, that was a really cool experience. Um, everything worked out. All the testing happened and it went pretty smooth. Me and my brother were like, they said it was as close to a perfect match as it could have been really. So um, that was really cool. I, I learned a lot in a very short period of time about myself about kidneys about the body that kind of stuff and um yeah i donated a kidney to him in the summer of 2021 and uh recovery was a couple months and then i was back to work so yeah i was gonna say like donating a kidney is is no joke like you have to yeah. take months <laughs> off number one um was it in winnipeg and number two why did you do this selfless act of giving your kidney away mm -hmm. Um, well, the surgery actually took place in London, Ontario. That's where I'm originally from. Uh, so my, my family's still back in Ontario and, um, yeah, I, we, my family and I drove to London and again, this was like during the COVID thing. So we couldn't like stop anywhere, or, like see anybody. We had to like isolate for the two weeks before the surgery and then, uh, had the donation surgery, which was gnarly <laughs> to say the least. Um, they were anticipating like four or five days in hospital for me. I was out of the hospital in two days. Thankfully I was in pretty good shape. Um, so I got out of the hospital in two days. I was walking around. I could do everything on my own already, but um, the full recovery took about two months for me to get back to work. Um, and they were thinking a little bit longer than that, just the nature of the job and everything. Right. But uh, two months and I was back at work, which was pretty cool. Again, like that was a really good experience for me, like just to learn about myself and like to retrain to get back up to the stage that I was at before. Um, but why would I do something like that? I mean, me and my brother were really close growing up, always have been, I think we always will be, thankfully. Um, but just seeing the way that he had to live in that time was really tough. Like he couldn't even take care of his kids. He was too tired, just sick. Right. So that was really tough for me. And if I could do something to help, I just wanted to try to do it. <laughs> you mentioned earlier, your faith is huge, a huge yeah. part of your life. How did this whole experience impact your faith, giving your kidney, watching your brother's life turn around? What was that like for you? Uh, life changing. It was cool. It was, it was really, uh, really something to see like in person and up close right like you hear about it all the time sure like even somebody listening right now they're like okay cool like sounds all right but like to see something like that like hits really close to home um and i know like just the little things too like my nephews like his sons like they are beyond thankful right like just for something like that too so um really really cool to see up close and in person and yeah it was, it was just interesting like before the surgery like I you, you could hardly recognize my brother he was skinny like his face was drawn in like everything like you know what I mean like he just looked sick and it, it hurt me a lot and then after surgery I left a month later because we weren't allowed to drive back until about a month later just due to like the whole recovery process and it's a 30-hour drive from London up to where we live in Nepal um, so we had to do it in chunks I wasn't allowed to sit in the truck for more than eight hours at a time just with like concerns for like blood clots and whatever else um, so that whole process was very very interesting to me and um, 
yeah, it, it was just it was just super cool, like almost like a surreal experience, really, just to see the the difference. Because by the time I left a month later, he was like full again, like his face was back to normal. He had some color again, like it was just really cool. Did this have an impact on your face? Did it make it stronger? Did it challenge you at all? Well, yes, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> it it was uh, it, it definitely had an impact. Like it, it made me just believe in what I believe even more. Um, like you don't see something like that every day. So being able to understand what faithfulness really looks like is really cool. Um, and yeah, like it. It challenged me at times, but uh, even when people would ask, like, dude, why are you doing this? Like, you know, you could die, right? Well, sure, I get that. But I mean, if that's God's plan, then that's God's plan. Like, something good will come out of it, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I wasn't even, like, scared about it or anything. I It never even crossed my mind. Just I just kind of knew it was the right thing to do. So here we are. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think you have brother points forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've uh, called in a couple of favors already since then. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So last year you were at a training event in Alabama where you met um, the father of a very special 19 year old. Tell us about Alex, his dad and how that all came about. Yeah. So um, I went down to Alabama. This was not for the RCMP. This was just something that I wanted to do. Um, it was, it's called, there's a program called Warrior Evolution, um, a church down there called Becoming Church. The pastor is, uh, he's a really good dude, former like special forces or U.S. military guy, really awesome people down there. And um, he runs a program called Warrior Evolution, where it's kind of like uh, military training, like boot camp week like navy seal something or other meets like church discipleship and it's like a like a one weekend like a, a long weekend of just go 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 like boot camp style and i mean i i like doing hard things so um i signed up to do it and it it was amazing it was probably the hardest thing i've ever had to do um but I learned more about myself and about my faith in that four days than I ever could have imagined. So um, in that, though, I met Aaron Hobson, uh, Alex's dad. He came from Ohio to do this program down in Alabama. And I came, I was the only one from Canada, obviously. <laughs> um, not a whole lot of people are going down to Alabama to do something in a church or whatever. But uh, yeah, we met and we were in like day two of our program when uh, the pastor came into like where we were doing some ground fighting like jujitsu and uh, he just told us to stop and sat us down and told us what was going on with Aaron's family because his wife called and like this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't serious because like like our wives knew like not to try to call us during this thing. We didn't have our phones. We didn't have watches, like nothing. It was just like you're out in the middle of nowhere with no ability to contact people from the outside. There's no TVs. There's no computers or anything. You just focus on you, focus on God and what's happening in the moment. And um, yeah, he told us what was going on. And like, we all just kind of <laughs> looked at him and we're like, dude, like, <laughs> 
what do we do? Like, oh my goodness. Um, he was obviously wrecked and in a pretty intense place that I couldn't even imagine being in. But I mean, I kind of knew already what it was like. He just told us that his son, Alex, was life lighted to the hospital in Cleveland, I believe it was, um, due to his kidney disease. And his kidney disease is similar to my brother's. Um, his is called IgA vasculitis, I believe. And um, like, I mean, it's it's the same thing, like kidney function deteriorates, but his was very rapid. It was very quick. He's only 19. And his kidney function is already down to the point a little bit lower even than what my brother's was at before we had the transplant. So he's at like 10 to 12% kidney function and he's 19 years old. Um, so Aaron ended up uh, leaving the next day. He didn't finish the four days. He chose to go be with his family ultimately, which is by far the best decision. <laughs> um, and yeah, we just kind of like we kept in touch. We clicked like right away. I talked to him after we were having lunch after we heard about what was happening and me and him just sat down together for like half an hour and we just prayed and uh, talked and shared some stories. And I told him what I had done and I'm like, there's no way that we're here like by chance, bro. Like it's, it's definitely a God thing that we're here together. So <laughs> that was, it, it was something that he needed to hear. It was something that I needed to talk about because I've never really used my, um, experience for anything like that before um but yeah definitely not definitely not like a coincidence in any in any way shape or form it's uh amazing how god makes things work and in the situation he was obviously (laughs) there making that work you were impacted greatly by this and you really felt the need that you needed to help them out and yeah. you obviously cannot donate another kidney because you need that second yeah. kidney. Yeah, no, <laughs> so that tell one, us that's where it is. <laughs> yes, it does. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing to help out this family. Yeah, so um, I've been talking to them, like, obviously since uh, late September, early October when that program was. And I told them that uh, I just wanted to try to do something. I wasn't sure what it was, but God was just, like, talking to me and... Um, kind of putting something on my heart. I didn't know what it looked like at the start. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think I just got to get on a bike and do something. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I I honestly couldn't tell you any more details right now. I'll let you know when I come up with a plan. And um, the plan is to ride for Alex. That's what it's called. That's what I've kind of hashtagged it, I guess, if you want to go that way. Um, Long story short, I'm going to ride my pedal bike which i just bought like a month ago and i haven't even ridden outside yet it's (laughs) (laughs) it's just too cold here there's too much snow up in the north i have like i have it on indoor trainer inside my house um but i'm gonna ride from their church in ohio in defiance ohio uh from there i'm gonna take five days to ride down to becoming church where i met aaron initially and um that's going to be 611 miles in five days. So I'm not a biker. I'm pretty scared about it. It's going to be like an experience of a lifetime. I didn't, again, I didn't know what it looked like, but I just kind of had a, like a tug on my heart that, I don't know, jump on a bike and try to tell some people what's going on and uh, just raise as much money for the family as you can. Cause like they're, 
they're already sitting on a $50,000 bill at the hospital that's not covered by their insurance. And Alex's dialysis treatments are like $3,000 a day. He's up to 12 hours a day on dialysis in his house. So they have to have all that stuff shipped to them. And I made a Instagram page called Ride for Alex. It's connected with my own. And um, I've got like pictures on there of like all of the, all the supplies they need that get delivered every month. And it's, it's something different. Like it's, it's a little bit farther than what my brother had to go through. And like, that just, that hurts me. Like knowing that a 19 year old kid has to go through that. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, your heart is so big, clearly Ben, especially to do something you don't enjoy doing (laughs) like to, to bike like this. I would love to hear really quick about the family that is like your family that's helping out to do this as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, My wife has been huge. She supports me wholeheartedly. Um, Yeah, (laughs) just all the time on the bike that I've been spending lately, like training. um, She's been awesome. She's been helping me with like the Instagram stuff. I'm not really a tech person, but she helped me set up the page. She helps me get the photos and tells me what to write. And um, she makes some posts for me and stuff. Uh, Aaron and his family down south, like in Ohio, they're um kind of helping with some of the logistics as well like we're gonna meet up with everybody there like I haven't personally met Alex yet so that's gonna be awesome when I go down there I leave on Friday the 3rd and uh Aaron's gonna come pick me up from the airport and drive me straight to his house and I'm gonna meet Alex there for the first time um but they're helping us like with staying in Ohio while we're there for a couple of days um we're gonna speak at men's breakfast at their church on Saturday the 4th before we leave on Sunday the 5th. Um, A really good friend of mine and one of the instructors in the Warrior Evolution program that I did, Wes Cheneau, he's gonna ride with me actually, which is good. Um, Yeah, he he like trains for triathlons and whatnot, so that's good. (laughs) I'll have somebody experienced riding with me. Um, Another friend, a former graduate of the Warrior Evolution program is uh, Jason Haynes. He's going to be driving a truck with a camper and he's pulling the camper for us as like our emergency mobile station. Uh, So he'll be set up at every, it's 120 miles every day. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be insane. Uh, So he's got that covered and he's going to help us with like getting our ice baths set up and getting food ready, um, all that fun stuff that hopefully I won't have to deal with because I'm not really going to have much energy to deal with it. Um, but yeah, like they're, and like the wives again, like they're helping us with stuff like that too. They're making sure we get like our grocery lists ready and stuff like that. Cause we got to figure out how we're going to do the whole food thing to make sure we eat properly and fuel properly. So we don't like dehydrate or anything like that. It's uh, it, it's, it's a bit of a process, but everybody's been, super willing to help like all the graduates that um that i know from the warrior evolution we we call ourselves like a tribe uh the tribe has been very supportive um like just setting up ways for people to donate down in the states uh i've made the gibson go page uh, and i put it in my letter there um and all that money is just going directly to the family right so i had some help setting that up and yeah uh there's just lots going on it's it's pretty intense 
I love how everybody's getting involved. Uh, how how did Aaron or not Aaron? Aaron is the father. How did yes. Alex's family feel when you said like I want to do something? I want to help out. Uh, I I've gotten like lots of messages. Like we talk every day now, and it's like, dude, I still can't believe like you're doing this. It's gonna be so cool. Like I'm just so like. Aaron's words exactly are I'm beyond words I don't know how to explain or express how I feel like I'm just so honored like I mean if something like that were to happen to me or my kids I would hope that somebody would do the same and I think that somebody would so yeah I don't know just trying to help (laughs) you're amazing Ben I just wanted to really quickly ask you have one kidney you went through an intense surgery (laughs) Are yeah. are you cleared to do this intense yeah. physical? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. No. Good. Uh, nothing. Sure. <laughs> nothing really changed for me. Uh, like, still in health. Like, I'm in good health. Like, uh, I take good care of myself. I eat pretty clean. I don't drink or smoke or anything like that. Um, not super common, I guess, in uh, today's world or my line of work. But um, yeah, there's no. There's no complications about it. Like my kidney function is still up at like 95% kind of thing. Um, Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know how it would affect me, but I didn't do the surgery without understanding the risks either. Um, They said that like as long as you remain healthy and keep your healthy habits, then uh, like typically your kidney function won't be an issue until like you get really, really old. You might experience some uh, like kidney function digressing or any something like that but uh typically it's um not too big of an issue i guess it's not a huge risk for somebody like in my situation i guess so that's good again for our listeners uh when is this starting and for those interested in helping out how can they go about doing that yeah uh for sure um we plan on leaving Defiance, Ohio on our bikes on March 5th. That's Sunday, March 5th. We're going to be leaving at around 6 a.m., hopefully, God willing. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take every day. I've never ridden 120 miles on a bike before. Probably around 8 to 10 hours a day, I would think. Um, and we'll hopefully, again, God willing, roll into Decatur, Alabama, the parking lot of uh, Becoming Church down south uh on thursday afternoon or evening sometime um that'll be march 9th um so it's going to be a five-day ride sunday through thursday and uh 120 miles a day leading up to day five which is going to be 131 miles just because that's the way we roll i guess and um if you are interested in helping us out uh our goal is to raise $50,000 for the Hobson family. Again, that won't even cover their first bill that they're already sitting on. And now they're waiting for another one. Right. But, um, every little bit helps. Like if I, if everybody that I knew like on Facebook would donate like 10 bucks, like that goal would easily be done. Right. So it's, I mean, any, anything helps literally anything. Um, I've created a give, send, go page. You can go to give, send, slash ride for Alex. Um, it's also, I put the link in that letter that I sent you guys. Um, it's on there as well. Um, you can do it that way. Or if you don't feel comfortable giving to a give, send, go page, um, again, give, send, go is Christian company as well. Uh, they don't take a percentage, which is really cool. They have an option where you can donate 
X amount of money to them if you want to, but you don't have to, which is really cool. Um, or there's another link on the letter that I sent you uh, that goes directly to the National Kidney Foundation in Cleveland, Ohio. And that's who the Hobsons are kind of working with. So we made a, a donation page with them as well. Um, and again, that money just goes straight to the National Kidney Foundation. That doesn't go to the Hobson family. But either way, like it's, I'm trying to raise awareness for this as well too, right? Like it's near and dear to my heart. So um, if you don't feel comfortable on the Give, Send, Go page, then hit up the National Kidney Foundation and you can find us on there as well. It's called Ride for Alex there. Good. Lots well, of options thanks. to help us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for taking time. I know how busy you are, Ben. And uh, I just want to let you know that I've done a biking thing before, but only 50 kilometers in a day. And I felt like I almost died. So I will be praying for you. Seriously, I think this is amazing. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. And thank you so much for joining us. And for listening today, don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.